This week, ghost forests. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. There's a new face of the climate crisis, ghost forests, and they are as frightening as they sound. Ghost forests are stands of dead trees which result from salt water getting into landscapes, and they're appearing up and down the eastern seaboard. As sea levels rise, salt water seeps into coastal forest soil, and trees die from thirst. Their roots can't take up water with high salt content and they grow weak. Salt water also intrudes from farming practices. Starting in the late 1960s, developers built canals, pumps, and ditches across wetlands to keep farms dry. But drainage systems allowed salt water to flow inland, as Science Friday reports. Emily Bernhardt of Duke University said that as sea levels rise and agriculture develops in coastal areas, these once rich carbon sinks have withered from the salt water intrusion. Popular science reports that there are so many dead trees and stressed farmlands in the rural and low-lying areas between Massachusetts and North Carolina that signs of sea level rise are obvious. On the East Coast, sea levels are rising three times faster than the global average. But the news may not be all bad. Salt-tolerant marsh plants move in as the trees die, and these coastal wetlands are valuable ecosystems. They filter out pollutants and nutrients from waters that flow into them and protect shores from erosion. They also store more carbon than forests. However, researchers told Science Friday that while new species do move into ghost forests, some areas are not nearly as dense and productive as the forested wetlands they replaced. When heat waves strike the southern U.S., they can be brutal. And as a new study reveals, spikes in summer temperatures in the south are strongly associated with declining sea ice in the Arctic. Sea ice is melting earlier in the spring and freezing later in the autumn. Each summer it thins more and recedes farther, leaving greater expanses of the Arctic Ocean exposed to 24-hour sunlight. The study, published in the Journal of Geophysical Research, looked at data over 40 years. The Lead authors said their research suggests declining Arctic sea ice is connected to extreme weather patterns across the northern hemisphere, and that if the decline of sea ice continues, more summer heat waves in the south are expected. Just this past Memorial Day, the south was hit by a major warming that saw Fayetteville, North Carolina hit 100 degrees, beating its old record set in 1926. On the topic of heat, there has always been some debate among crop experts and scientists about which of the challenges posed by the climate crisis is the greatest threat to U.S. agriculture, high temperatures or stress from drought. Researchers at Cornell now say that heat stress or temperature will play a larger role than drought in reducing yields of several major crops later this century. One of the co-authors of the study said that food-producing countries like the U.S. could become drier in the summer even if rainfall increases. That's because higher temperatures cause higher evaporation rates that could surpass increases in precipitation. The study published in Environmental Research Letters says that under the mildest scenario, six crops, including corn, wheat, and soybeans, could decrease up to almost 20% relative to a world without climate change. And in the most severe scenario, the highest yields of those crops could drop nearly 50%. In related news, 
news, temperatures in some areas of India reached 122 degrees Fahrenheit last week. For some 160 million people there, day zero has arrived. Day zero was the term used when the South African city of Cape Town expected to run out of water, forcing taps to be shut off completely. It never arrived as robust conservation efforts worked to stave it off. But India's day zero has come, with 10% of the population without access to clean water in or even near their homes, according to the Weather Channel. The crisis stems from excessive groundwater pumping, an inefficient and wasteful water supply system, and years of low rainfall. A report by an Indian think tank describes how the crisis is likely to get worse. 21 major cities, including Delhi, Hyderabad, and Bengaluru, are expected to reach zero groundwater levels in 2020, affecting 100 million more people. 80% of India's average yearly rainfall comes from summer monsoons, which are already late in arriving. Reuters reports that state governments have deployed tankers to ease water scarcity, but the tankers only come once a week, and on other days, hundreds queue up at wells early in the morning. And finally, Alzheimer's disease is a brain disorder that slowly destroys memory and thinking skills and eventually the ability to carry out the most basic of tasks. The causes of late-onset Alzheimer's, the most common form of the disease, are believed to include a combination of genetics, environmental factors, and lifestyle. But according to a new study, one lifestyle factor you can control that might reduce your risk brushing your teeth, and flossing. Scientists at the University of Bergen have DNA evidence that gingivitis bacteria move from the mouth to the brain where harmful enzymes are excreted that destroy nerve cells. And they discovered the enzymes in 96% of people who had Alzheimer's. The findings open a potential way to attack the disease, and they'll test a drug that blocks the process later this year. The bacteria alone is not causing the illness, but their presence raised the risk for developing Alzheimer's and fuel its progression. The researchers say that people who have gingivitis, which is gum inflammation, or periodontitis, which is gum disease, and a family history of Alzheimer's should be sure to have their teeth regularly scaled and cleaned by a dentist. As the German news outlet Deutsche Welle concluded, forget to brush today, forget a lot more later. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Water Works Association. Explore new trends in technology at ACE19, June 9th through 12th in Denver. Learn more at awwaace.org.